Welcome to the Business of Beverages, Drinks Industry Insights with Makers, Marketeers, and Mischief. Hello there, and welcome to the Business of Beverages, a shot of our little quiz, which we do every second week. Uh, I'm your host, Will Keating, and I'm joined by Mr. Podrick Foxy Fox. Hello, Will. How are you? I'm great. I'm a bit excited because we haven't done this for a couple of weeks. And if I recall correctly, we had our most tense game ever in the last round. Do you remember that? It ended in a draw, you know, the, the way most tense things do. Yeah, um, we, we both thought that we were we were home and hosed and it ended up in a, in a draw. Our lowest ever scoring game. But yes, the, the, ten- the tension for listeners was amazing. <laughs> well, I'm not sure about that, but to be fair, some people continue to listen, so we're going to continue to do this. <laughs> it was it was it was like it was like the final days of Italian football in the 1990s. You know, the, the time kept ticking away, no scores, but yet it was enthralling to watch or listen to. Yeah. Uh, well, hopefully, we can repeat the trick, but we might be slightly higher scoring this week. I'm, I'm hoping. So, uh, I've made my selection. Have you? I have. Well, I think I might go first and ask you questions because normally it's the other way around. So uh, to give you a bit, hopefully a bit of an advantage. Okay, let's go. All right. So this particular brand of beverage, it is a brand of beverage, uh, was purchased by Quaker Oats in 1983 for a then record sum of $220 million. Oh my God, I should know this. I have a, there's something rattling around in the back of my head about Quaker Oats buying a beverage company uh, or brand. Um, uh, I know this is not it, but in the interest of time, I'm just going to guess Sunny Delight. No, that's a great guess. Like, yeah, late 80s, early 90s, like mega brand, Sunny like Delight. Breakfast, yeah. Uh, orange, cheap orange juice that wasn't actually <laughs> anything to do with oranges. And potentially could turn you orange if you drank too much of it. Yeah, uh, I think it didn't. It didn't. Is that what basically killed the brand? It, it did. Uh, well, they renamed it to Sunny D. Well, I think the biggest issue was that the levels of beta carotene were such that if you <laughs> drank a lot of it, you, your your children did actually turn orange. Um, <laughs> but no, it is not Sunny Delight. That's a great guess. Uh, so this beverage company is currently owned by PepsiCo and sold in more than eighty countries around the world. So owned by PepsiCo, who have been in the news recently for a collab with one of their brands with a beer brand. Um, and it's quite a big brand, not owned by one of the big guys. Is it Mountain Dew? It is not Mountain Dew. Uh, mm. You are right. Uh, Mountain Dew is in the news recently because they intend to produce a hard seltzer uh, next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like a hybrid between a soft drink and a seltzer and alcohol, I think. The reason it, it's caused so much consternation and press in the alcohol business is because really it's the first big signal of um, the soft drink companies moving into the alcohol space. Uh, obviously, Topo Chico by Coca-Cola, they've already dipped their toe in the water relatively successfully. But I think there's a large number of beer and Alcohol companies generally watching very nervously about what PepsiCo or the likes of uh, Coca-Cola might do in alcohol space in the future. But in this particular case, no, uh, it's not Mountain Dew. Uh, For three points, this drink was developed in 1965 by a team led by a Dr. Robert Cade. Okay. Uh, Trying to think of American beverages that have purchasing power if you are a big brand. Um, 
I don't think this is the answer. Oh no, uh, I was going to guess Canada Dry, but I think that's owned by Schweppes. Oh, I'm saying nothing. <laughs> or is it? No, I'm gonna. I, let's go with Canada Dry. Incorrect. Canada Dry is owned by Schweppes, but it is not. Uh, I think this might do it for you, though. So for two points, as the drink was developed, uh, it was tested on University of Florida American football players, and it was said to aid their performance. Oh, get it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I wasn't sure I needed the clue in there, but there was a bonus clue in there, but it was said to aid their performance. Uh, no, I didn't get that. It was the University of Florida Gator. Yeah, 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 the yeah, Gators. Yeah. Uh, 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 University of Florida team known as the Gators, and then the beverage was Gator Aid. So uh, actually, a bonus fact for you, uh, the final final clue would have been it was uh, the first ever official drink of the NFL uh, and the largest selling soft drink in the US. But what I found most interesting was that when they went to market it, they intended to call it Gator Aid, A-I-D, as in like Band-Aid, Gator Aid, uh, but they changed the spelling to deliberately not have it come under scrutiny of the Food and Drug Administration because if they said it was Aid, A-I-D, they would have to scientifically prove Prove. that it it was a benefit, which they chose not to do. So they cleverly uh, spelt it like lemonade rather than uh, Band-Aid. Yeah, well, Coca-Cola did do their own kind of, I wouldn't say knockoff product a couple of years later called Powerade, which did the very same thing, and it was A-D-E. Yeah. At the end of yeah, it. Yeah. Well, so Gatorade, a complete one-off, really, really phenomenal brand that, that did a huge amount of business. Okay, two points. Well done. Okay, that was all right. Let's see. Uh, I I think you're going to get this one pretty quick. So, but we'll, we'll, we'll give it a go anyway. Right. So yeah, you've said that before, and I've let you down. <laughs> I'm trying to build up your confidence before we start. Again, this is uh, so for for five points. This is one of our uh, old friends that has an AOC. Um, but it's it's AOC is quite peculiar in that uh, the EU have negotiated with the country of Armenia that Armenia will no longer sell this type of product domestically from the year 2032 or for export from 2043. Oh my god! Okay, well, so first things first, I, I'm not so foolish as to guess Geneva because it's not Geneva. <laughs> it's not Geneva. Uh, we have this quiz. It's not Geneva. <laughs> um, okay. So, Armenia. Oh, I, I, what do I know about Armenian beverages? Uh, sweet Fanny Adams. Okay, I'm going to say Uzo. Uh, it's not Uzo. Yeah. I no idea. That was a blind guess. Uh, well, for four points, maybe this might make it marginally easier. Over 200 producers fall under the, the AOC, but almost 90% of what is sold in the U.S. market comes from just four producers. Mm, not much of a help. Um, see, like vodka doesn't have an AOC. Um no, pass. Don't know. Okay. Uh, this might give it away that the, the, the for three points, the bottle is called a bonbon. Ooh. There's a quirky little fact for you. Oh, my goodness me. A bonbon. A bonbon. This is making me think that it's like a liqueur. 
So, so if, 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 it, if it helps at all, Bonbon is spelled B-O-N-B-O-N-N-E. Um... <laughs> that's the kind of thing I love that fact that's a I know I, I thought this would give it away Will definitely knows this no I don't I've never heard of a bonbon um, I'm trying to think what kind of a drink would come in a bonbon bottle so something that has an unusual bottle it's not unusual in size it's, it's quite a standard you know spirit size bottle uh, but I'm wondering if it's an unusual shape you know, for some reason, I have the Foster's boot stuck in my head. <laughs> it's not Foster's. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I, <laughs> the, day, the, day that, the day that Foster's has an AOC, I think, is the day that we can just quit. Um, no, I'm not going to get that. Okay. It's a great well, fact, well, but I'm not going to get it. It's a good that. fact. Uh, and to be one that you can use in pub quizzes from, from here on in when you find out what this is. But for two points, to, to tie this game up, the product has to be aged in oak barrels for a minimum of two years. But before it even gets to that stage, uh, it's produced in a copper still. But the design and dimensions of the still are still legally controlled to this day. So I'll break that back into the two pieces for you again. So it has to be aged in oak barrels for a minimum of two years. But before it is placed in the oak barrels, um, it comes from a copper still. And copper stills are legally controlled in both their design and dimension. So both Armagnac and Cognac are the dimensions and the style of still are, are legally controlled. Uh, and I, I, I'm wondering, is it them, but I like a bonbon, a bonbon of Armagnac? Armagnac. It was 50-50 and you went with the wrong 50. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for, so it's, it's, it's cognac it's cognac for, so for, for one point your your final clue would have been um, commonly labelled as VSXO VSOP oh, yeah, yeah. has a couple of celebrity va- brands including Conjure and Doucet which are owned by Ludacris and uh, Jay-Z um, what is this beverage it is cognac it is ludicrous that I didn't get that. <laughs> um, a bonbon. So I, when I thought about it, of course, Armagnac bottles tend to be much more, I guess, plainer is, is the way I would describe them. Whereas, uh, obviously, cognac bottles generally are, are more rotunda. When I thought of, if when I thought about it, I should have gone with cognac because the more unusual bonbon bottle. Yeah, and I, I thought the spelling of it, particularly um, the, the N-E at the end of it, would have given you a clue, massive clue that it was French. But... Uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll take that victory. Yeah, well done. Fair play. I think that puts you in the lead. I'm, I'm not sure. Somebody somewhere is counting. <laughs> yeah, uh, somebody's got an Excel sheet somewhere in the background. <laughs> well, congratulations. Good win. I am delighted now, though, with my fact that a cognac bottle is called a bonbon. Yeah, if you learned anything from this quiz, it is that. Congratulations. Fair play. Uh, we'll see you next time on A Shot Off. Thank you for listening to The Business of Beverages. It's been our pleasure to bring you this episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe and recommend us to one other friend or colleague. As ever, we are independently produced and self-funded, so we appreciate your support in listening, sharing, or reviewing this podcast. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter, where we go by at bizbevpod. If you'd like to support us further, you can find us on buymeacoffee.com forward slash bizbevpod.
right, you've said his surname in a very peculiar manner that I feel is a clue. I think it would be wrong to give you that impression. Okay. Um, Although it kind of, it kind of nearly could be, but it, it, what that wasn't my intention. 